Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William, currently feuding with the Downtown Ralphs update. Oh, wow, and I am positive Chuck Mockler. You're worked up over this. I cannot explain to you how <laughs> disrespected I was at this Downtown Ralphs. All right. Anyways, uh, this show is not about my minor uh, transgressions. This is actually about the Clippers. Yes. Uh, we are Locked on Clippers, best, a couple of best friends and Clipper credential media folks. We'll bring you this show when? Five days a week, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m., catch up with the Clips. And let's dive into this weekend split that the Clippers enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the Clippers did go 500 over the Friday and Sunday game. The win disparity wasn't exactly like the win that I thought we would get. Sure, uh, yeah, but, agreed. Hey, <laughs> uh, we're going to dig into a little bit of what went wrong in this Knicks game. We'll talk about what we liked from that one as well as what we didn't like. And then it's the Freshies every single Monday. Charles and I like to talk about guys that are fresh to the squad and just kind of some this week some fresh things in general Concepts, that, yeah, yeah that we're excited for uh so we'll be talking about you know zoo's emergence we'll be talking Oof. we'll be talking about a bunch of great stuff and then also every single monday we bring you terrence man's vorp watch which is we just like to compare where terrence is at compared to like a league average replacement player Oof. uh and right now it is not looking that great uh, but we also bring you the Luke Kennard progress report, which could back. not be happier to have Luke back. All that and more coming up right about now. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes. So the Clips fell 110-102 at Madison Square Garden. Um, there's no Kemba Walker in this one. And the Knicks also um, lost. Uh, they're starting center halfway through this game. Bit of an up and down game. Um, Clippers had chances to kind of, you know, make this thing happen. But I think starting off with what we liked, Reggie's back. Yeah. Like this was, we're going to talk about it more in the next segment, but 26 points, 10 of 18 shooting. So the efficiency was there. Um, two boards, five assists, four of eight from three. Like this was composed Reggie and catch and shoot Reggie are so good and it's exactly what the Clippers need right now yeah 100 percent. he kind of took a knock in this one which we'll talk about a little Oof, bit more later yeah. um but it's just one of those things to to keep monitoring like we I feel like we just almost every episode or every game there's like some little instance and it just seems like these things are kind of piling on so it's definitely something mm -hmm. to monitor um <clears throat> the offense overall in this first half was great I think <clears throat> the downturn of the game was really just like that third quarter when we went on a dry spell for like yeah. three or four minutes. Uh, but anyways, this is what we liked. Uh, gotta <laughs> love Luke Kennard's performance in this oh, one. Oh, yeah. He's also back. He shot four of 10 from three. Finished with 14, five, and three. All his shots were threes as well. Which uh, I posited the theory that if a player <laughs> score, scores 16 points per game, they gotta be worth 16 million. He's close. Period. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty close. Uh, so we're going to talk about Luke Kennard, obviously, later as in the Luke Kennard progress report. But, Chuck, what else do we like from this game? Big Zoo! Absolutely! Oh, my God! <laughs> uh, his third triple-double in a row. 13 points, 14 boards, three blocks. Um, huge reason why we won points in the paint um, yeah. in this game. He missed a couple of free throws, which we'll talk about and what we didn't like, but that's whatever. I mean... Dude, this was great. This is, Zoo is, I mean, we're, does he need more shots? Like, well, I don't know, man. This game specifically, if we, because we're going to talk about that more next segment, but like, he was phenomenal in this game. He was really good. And this is like one of those things I, <clears throat> I didn't think I'd be saying coming into the season, but like, yeah. I thought this was a game where we could have leaned on Zoo a little bit more heavily offensively. Yeah. Uh, look, I, 
he was consistently running the floor and he would be getting a mismatch or a, on a smaller defender yeah. uh, and they wouldn't feed him the ball. Like they would wait and make a couple of like worthless passes or penitent or like tentative drives that yeah. wouldn't necessarily penetrate the paint. And then he would have like three defenders around him <laughs> at like, that All right, point. Clean it up, and it's like man. a lot more difficult. Um, so yeah, he has been absolutely great lately. I, I hope that he can continue this streak. Anything else to like from this game before we kind of get into what we didn't like in the loss? So Brandon Boston Jr., this game more than any other this year, I think showed some really strong growth signs. Um, he shot decently. He had 13 points on four of nine shooting. He didn't you know, exactly light it up, but it wasn't bad at all. Had a fantastic finish at the rim, which he seems so much more confident driving to the basket in this game. And I think that should get us all very hyped up because if he can get comfortable now, at this stage of his frame and just like growing into his body, that's going to help so much for next season. Yeah, uh, he's he, you know, he's lengthwise. He's he's a bigger oh, yeah, guy. The length is there. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. You know, need to work on probably building up a little bit of mass to be able to kind of take some more of the physicality around the basket. But uh, he's doing that thing uh, that good rookies do when well you <laughs> like just know that. how no, when yeah, rookies yeah, yeah. are going to the rim and they're like so predictable they they get blocked a lot like you just yeah. see, you see it all the time and I think he's already finding different ways to kind of shift uh, yep. and, and and just add a little bit more to the bag offensively um, that makes him a little bit more you know unpredictable in those situations absolutely he also passed up a shot to find zoo down low for an easier shot which was the most hyped up I was. Honestly, there's a lot of great moments in this game, but I was like, oh my God, like Brandon made the decision to dish it off to Zoo for an easier shot. Yeah, I think it's happening where he's starting to see a little bit more of the floor. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, just getting a little bit more comfortable within the flow of the offense and realizing that, you know, now that we have some of our bigger contributors exactly. back, uh, it, you know, we're not going to want him to, take necessarily as many field goal attempts yeah and he's playing with a little better lineups yes which is helping yeah, for sure everything yeah like absolutely catch, catch and shoot brandon i'm not mad at that like so it's nice that he's fitting in that shout out brandon boston what did we not like in this game uh oh man where do we so start? where where do we start like i loved the boston stuff i, I love that he showed some gross growth offensively i thought like some rotations however in this game were like a little bit puzzling They've to been, me that's fair um I, I just like the close of the third. I, I thought we needed stops to kind of close the gap and Serge and Boston were on the floor. Uh, and and yeah. that just like wasn't really happening. Both did have, you know, a little some minor, some high points offensively. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, I don't know. And I, I would have liked more Luke to end that fourth when we just couldn't buy a bucket. Yeah. You know, Morris was cold. Yeah. Four of 10 from three. Uh, yeah. It was just really, really difficult. And then, I mean, just speaking of rotations, like, what the heck's going on with Hartenstein? <laughs> yeah, he got three minutes in this one. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And I, I think it does raise a question. Like, are we seeing more surge in some of these games to potentially boost some trade value to, to garner some interest if, I if we're so. looking to move him at the deadline? I hope so. Yeah. I don't, I feel bad. I feel like this experiment, it's not even, it's not even an experiment with surge. It shouldn't have been an experiment. I, I just time to move on. Yeah, so like this he, is like <clears throat> yeah. it's it's one of those things that last year this was like low key a, a free agency signing that I was really excited for. Yeah, it makes total sense. Like fully healthy, all, like surge on this Clippers team puts him over the edge. He really helps us out if he's healthy during that playoff run. Um, but it's just not for a variety of reasons. 
it's just not there right now. But the, I think the heart thing too. I think part of it's probably because Zoo was just playing so well. Yeah, um, yeah, and Zoo deserved every single sure. minute in this one. It, yeah, I don't. I can't make a strong enough argument for either of these centers cutting into Zoo's time specifically for this game. Yeah, I do think like offensively when we hit those spells, especially like the beginning of the third, like yeah. Put, three minutes uh, no, let, no buckets yeah like let's see heart in there like let's see something to shake it up Move like it we, up, we yeah. know what he can bring to this offense um yeah sometimes you just need to need to get some buckets yeah and someone who was not getting buckets today i mean marcus morris goes oh of nine mm-hmm. which i i mean i don't know what else there's to say like look the clippers offense on this game was generating some open looks they're just missing them and in the first quarter of this game, the Knicks were red hot from three. Like the first quarter of this game was like the opposite of what everyone thought this game was going to be. It was an yeah. offensive just shootout. Yeah. But Mook being O of nine, it's just like you just shake your head and then you're just like, well, I guess if you would have made two of these nine shots, things probably would have been a lot different. Um, you know what else would have made things a lot different? Oh. Making some free throws. What <clears throat> is this? 66% from the line, well below the Clippers season average. Like... I know he mentioned Zoo's good play, but he did miss four. This was so frustrating. The Clips lose a game by eight in which they missed 10 free throws. Yeah. And I know you don't make, you know, I'm not saying we go 100% from the line, but I don't know. Four of those eight misses 70? go in. Four of the, <laughs> yeah, four of those eight misses go in. Mook makes two more shots. We walk out of the garden with a win. Yeah. Frustrating, but we're going to talk about what happened on Friday, which is very fun. So we split the weekend. Split the weekend. I don't know. Not in the way that we thought, but hey, that's that's how the season just goes, I guess. Um, coming up, we are going to be talking about the uh, the fresh comeback on Friday during the freshies, as well as kind of Justice Winslow's role. He didn't get any time in this game, which was kind of odd. Yeah, he's I don't know. He's fallen out of favor in the rotation once again. Yeah. Uh, but first, Will, True Bill, I have all these uh, free trials, but they're not free anymore. How can I fix this? Uh, you know those bad boys are renewing without your consent, right? What? Yes, it's a business scam and it's out to get you. Hate Don't it. let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subs. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't want, need, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Look, because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't even have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. That's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. One more time. That's Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Now that we've saving some money, yep. how can we maybe use that money to get stronger? You can get stronger, faster. better and faster, eating some Built Bars. Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. There's something for everybody. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. Uh, you got coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, cookies and cream, orange, and German chocolate. My favorite flavor right now, strawberry. Switching up. Nice. Doing something different, a little fun. Strawberry is actually always a kind of a low-key good artificial flavor. Absolutely. Um, if you haven't tried all these flavors, you can get a mixed box where you get two of each, which is a good time. Not only are Built Bars the best tasting, they are healthy as well. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams sugar, 
and four to five grams net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go to built.com, use promo code locked on, and you'll get 15% off your order. One more time, use promo code locked on for 15% off at built.com. Let's get into these freshies. Yes. So all right. every single Monday, we talk about, you know, fresh guys to the squad generally, sometimes fresh, fresh concept, concepts, yeah. fresh stuff. What's fresh, Chuck? What are we talking about fresh, today? Fresh comeback on Friday. That was a good time. Um, yes. Down 24 points. Who cares? Doc Rivers, bad coach with a lead. As we know, sometimes even without the lead. Um, I mean, the Clippers had seven guys in double digits. Reggie had 19, three, and nine. We're going to talk about kind of more about how efficient he's been lately. Amir had a clutch bucket late. Nick Batum, though, literally asked to guard Joel Embiid in the love fourth. It. I love it. And it worked. Ty Lue talked about it on Sunday. He was so hyped. He said Batum was able to wear him out, and that's why we won the game. Um, Batum finished with 15, 5, 3, and 2 steals. We won rebounds in this game. Like yeah. we thought we might, which is great. Um, their bench only scored 14 points. Ours put up 32. Like This was a quality win. This was... I, I mean, I think the win against the Nets is probably the best win of the Clippers season. But, I mean, this one's up there, you know? Like, anytime you're down 24 on the road, it's like... It was, so, I also listened to this game called by Noah Eagle. I was just kind of running around getting some errands done. Um, I was very hyped up in the grocery store listening to Noah Eagle call this game. But, I don't know. This was... I'm, I feel like we've had... I mean, what is this? The third Clippers 20-point comeback this year? Uh, second or third, yeah. Definitely at least the second. Um, but you'll love to get this win, and we talked about how this is not really the game maybe we expected <laughs> to win this weekend. But it is one we did. Um, and it goes to show, too, like, we all know how valuable Nick Batum is to this team. Oh, of course. But yeah. he guarded a point guard, he guarded a center, he guarded a wing for substantial amounts of time in the 76ers game. And, like, not only does he kind of do this stuff all the time, uh, but I loved in this one that he got the shout-outs from everybody. Everybody was hyped on it. You know, sometimes what he does goes a little bit unnoticed, especially if sure. you're just looking at the box score. Yeah. Um, it, it can fly a little under the radar, but his versatility, man, like... It is the reason that this team is able to even play 500 ball without yeah. without <laughs> Kawhi and Paul George. 100%. And the other crazy thing is that Reggie in the game against the Knicks game in the post game was like tearing up talking about how great Nick Batum is off the court as well. Oh, he yeah. was like, because, you know, they talked about he's like the best glue guy in the league. Absolutely. Couldn't. Yeah. And Reggie was like, to be a glue guy, you know, it's more than on court stuff. There needs to be like a separate award. Best glue guy. It, well, it's I mean because it's different than Glueiest MV, guy. It, it's different than MVP, but it is like sure. there there are like it it needs to be like MV role player or something. Every, Most valuable role player or something like that because yes. that is a very real thing. And you know those are the guys. Those are the guys that help win championships. Every like, championship I mean, team, yeah, has one of those guys where it's like, oh, that's old Nico. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, great game on Friday. Hope everyone got to watch it or listen to it um, as well. Um, all right, we got a fresh center rotation kind of now, um, which kind of goes into what we were talking about with the Hartenstein stuff. Ty Lue says he's going to continue to play a rotation of three centers in the first half before just playing two after halftime. Which, I guess, why? I think the idea you're is... You're just exploring the matchup and you're just going to go with what's working. Yeah, we know that Zoo is good. Yeah. Like, we know that he's going to start. We know that's set. And then some games, or I guess some games are a heart game. Some games are a surge game. And, yeah. And you just kind of go off that. 
It happened versus the Knicks, like we saw. We saw him get time over Hart, which I think that made sense. Hart didn't exactly look ready for this match. I don't mean that in a weird way, but like the way that we used Hart for this matchup wasn't conducive. I mean, and like it is still ha- it has been a lot of travel, and he is still kind of working his way back. So that yes. kind of makes sense. And um, you know, we saw some fouls and bunches from him in the last game. Yes. Uh, so it, you know, like I. I t- talked about this and what we didn't like in the last segment. I, I do understand it. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's just one of those things where like when stuff isn't happening offensively. Put the guy in who we know can move the ball. That's yeah. I was I know the next thing I was like, do we like this idea? Yes or no. And it's like, yeah, like I do. But it just goes back to that thing. Like if we're not moving the ball, which is kind of always the second unit's problem. Get the guy in there who can move the ball the post who can be like a second point guard to take some pressure off of Bledsoe. Um, yeah. Cause we, you know, we talk about this and I, I think that the way that Bledsoe plays or yeah. how he's most effective in playing is a physically is such a physically demanding style of guard play Yes, that you just can't, you're not going to get the exact consistency every, every single, single game. game like it's sure. just, it's a lot to ask, especially when you're playing games every single, like every other day with travel. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just a lot. Um, so, and he does help. I mean, you know, Ty Lue even talked about him essentially being another guard for that secondary unit. So um, it makes sense to me. Like, look, you got to ride out the matchups. Um, I, I, you know, this is a team that you know down top tier talent is going to win on the margins and i think we have to yeah we, I, we need seven guys I, to score double digits yeah i think if you see something that's working that makes sense i also i'm kind of fond of the idea of moving away from some of the small ball at least during the regular season Get just people because healthy it's just too much we know it's, it works it's just it's just too much yeah <laughs> Just like too much ball. It, it, well, no, it's just too much to ask of Batum and Morris. Like yeah. it's it's just too much. Yeah, I mean, especially Morris. Now we actually didn't talk about Bled from the Knicks game. Kind of a rough night. He had six assists, which was great, but he didn't really do much of anything else. Um, a little frustrating. We also got to talk. Okay, so Zoo has had three double doubles in a row. Yeah. Um, he had seventeen and fourteen, twelve and ten, thirty-two and ten. In this version of the Clippers, this current version of the Clippers, yeah, does Zoo need to be fed more? Does this man need more shots, dude? He shot this sixty-three percent, seventy-five percent, seventy-nine percent from the field those last three games. So this to me is again a matchup thing, right? Like, sure, if it's if, there, spam the hell out of it. Yeah, yeah. If you're playing like a smaller, like sort of more versatile team, and and Zoo is kind of getting, you know, defensively, it's not the an ideal matchup for right. him. Uh, I think that totally makes sense. I like that he's been playing like the biggest guy on the floor lately. And we sure. talk about this with Zoo all the time. Like, you know, there's a lot of instances where he has a mismatch defensively. And I think that if he can continue to finish at the rate that he is, um, I, I don't see why you wouldn't try to, you know, reward him with some more looks down low. Especially like, I don't know, man, just like especially early in possessions. Like I like I talked about it in the Knicks thing, but like sometimes he's down there. He has the mismatch. Give him just the ball. give him the ball. Yeah, he has and, the footwork. He can and, finish. And like, like if he's got two or three shooters around him, like it's easy enough for him. Like if that's not going to work, pass out. You he's know? a good like, decision maker. He's a good passer. Yeah, it's all there. Um, shout out. Zoo. And we've been leaning on him, too, like in the first quarters, especially like earlier in the season where it was like, we just need someone to get some buckets. He gets them. Um Fresh Reggie over the last four games. Yeah. Who? This has been a, a Reggie revelation scoring wise. He's put up 28, uh, 28, I believe, sorry, 19 and 26 on 42% shooting. 
Excuse me, wow. 52% shooting. Sorry, wow. even better. <laughs> Way better. 52% shooting, 29 assists to 11 turnovers over the last four games. Love it. Which means, which this just lends us to realize he's playing within the offense. Yeah. He's not hucking up random shots. Sometimes he is. I'm not going to pretend like we haven't seen a couple shots where it's like, why did, why did you take that one? Um, but, but if you're getting this much up on the Reggie roller coaster, perfectly give me the little dips. Yeah, yeah, that's perfectly fine. acceptable. acceptable. Got to keep the ride interesting, you know? Exactly, right? <laughs> if it's not a, you know, then it's just a train, right? I think. Um, so, I mean, just shout out Reggie Jackson. He's been so good. And I hope this continues. I think he's hitting his stride at the right time. Um, it's great to have this kind of play on such a difficult road trip scenario that we're in, for sure. But yeah, man, I, are, are you worried about the. The knock from the Knicks game? Yeah, so, I mean, look, he was kind of holding the like his shoulder kind of bicep area for a while there. He fought over a screen, kind of got clipped by a defender. He ended up getting called for the foul. Um, of course. Classic fire. trash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I don't know. Like, it's just this, like, idea of cumulative knocks. And he's and taken it, so many. And, and you know, maybe... I don't know. Maybe Reggie is just a guy who like wears knocks a little bit more. Apparently, sure. you know what I mean. Yeah, some guys uh, are like. I mean, Zoo. Yeah, like Zoo doesn't. Because you have guys game. like Stephen Adams who like, dude, they take a lot of punishment during a game, and like yeah. you don't necessarily see it in the moment. Yeah, but, like over the season. After you, the game, you, they're just sitting you, in an ice bath. Yeah, <laughs> and like over the season, you see them kind of start to slow down, and it's like, I mean, yeah. it's apparent that it is kind of like nagging stuff. So I hope that's not the case here. Look, every time Reggie is, you know, anytime there's a possibility of Reggie, you know, being hurt or out of this lineup, uh, for a, an offense that it already struggles so, so much, I, it, it's just an untenable situation, you yeah, know? Sure. Um, so hopefully he's able to physically withstand these demands over the, the rest of this road trip. Look, uh, close down this segment real quick. Uh, what do we think is going on with Justice Winslow? We talked about the center rotation. Oh. He's not in that anymore, which is probably for the better. But yeah, it's for the better. I don't know, man. Do we split? Because we're going to talk about Terrence, but do you give him some of Terrence's minutes? So, like, I think it just <laughs> depends on what you need. If what you need is stops and, like, you know, you're not worried about his spacing because. It's not there. Yeah, with him, like, if, if you have him, Bledsoe, and a traditional center on the floor. Rough. Uh, Rough go of it. It's a, it's a little bit of a spacing nightmare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a spacing nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So it, it kind of just depends on rotations. But, like, man, if you need a stop or something or even just some energetic play. Or the transition go a little bit. Yeah, the energy. Like, like what about when Coffee isn't having, like, his, his best game? Like, yeah. Is that, you know? Yeah, I, I, I think I think maybe eating, and I'm not even talking about a lot, but like a couple of Terrence minutes, maybe a couple of Boston minutes, maybe a couple of coffee minutes here and there, you know, um, especially when you need those stops. So we'll see what happens with that. It will be interesting to see. Let's hope he gets time where it works, I guess. Um, coming up, we're going to be talking the Terrence Man, Vorp Watch, those Luke Kennard progress report. But first, got to give a shout out to Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Uh, basketball season, full hoop. They're allowed to play basketball. Uh, you can get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code LOCKEDON, that's all cap letters, one word, at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, so we're back and rounding out your Monday Clippers update experience. Oh, yeah. Uh, we always bring you Terrence Mann's Warp Watch, as well as the Luke Kennard Progress Report. Chuck, let's kick things off with Terrence Mann's Warp Watch. 
what the heck is a VORP? Okay. <laughs> can you buy it at the store? <laughs> you cannot buy it at the store. Uh, VORP is value over replacement player. It's cumulative throughout the season. You want it to go up, obviously. And it is also effect, affected by the lineups around your player. Sure. It's a bit of a goofy stat. Um, it's a way that we wanted to talk about Terrence Mann. Um, his VORP is at 0.2 right now, which the highest has been all season is 0.3. This is cumulative. Joseph Ryan Ward absolutely hates this stat, which is a good time. But I don't think we should talk about VORP right now. I think we need to have, and this is maybe the second time we've had this discussion. We've introed this discussion before. Yeah. A frank discussion about Terrence's season so far. Look, uh, his development has kind of stalled out, and I think that that is troubling, especially after the leap that he was able to take in the playoffs. And you got to wonder what, you know, losing some members of this coaching staff, how that affected, sure. like, how that affected, like, where it seemed like he was headed coming into this season. That's a really good call. Um, it's, it's just this. And what's frustrating, I guess it's also kind of good in the sense that there's not new problems, but it's more of the same issues that we saw last season. I just, which I think is what makes a lot of people not, I shouldn't say a lot of people, that seems weird, but you know, people who are frustrated, I think that's a big thing for it. So many times when Terrence has the ball in his hands, I'm getting the feeling watching on my television screen <laughs> that he doesn't know what he's about to do. Brandon Boston Jr. Hand. style. Yeah. yeah except <laughs> who is a rookie and is only there to score. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's, I don't know. Um, LA Clips film had a great point. He said, Why does Terrence Mann hesitate and pass up seemingly open threes? That's why his two motion technique does not lend itself to quick to fight decisive catch and shoot stuff. That's where uh, uh, that air comes from. I agree with this. LA Clipstone was pointing this out before. Terrence doesn't have the quickest shot. No. And I'm not even saying like Terrence, like, not even, I'm not comparing him to like Batum or Kennard or someone who can get off a three. And fast, he is as still, fast as anyone in the league. He is still young in his shooting development. I will say that. Sure. Like he, he took a huge leap last year. Um, the thing that just kind of chaps me or rub, rubs me the wrong way is that like, dude, you know that the shot is there. Yeah, he passed up that shot against the Nuggets. Yeah. That was like, everyone was like, please take this shot. It's like, it's right there. Yeah. He can't get it off fast enough. Lucas Hahn said it best on Twitter. He said that he wastes advantages. Yeah, I agree. Which is, and we don't, like his minutes haven't really been affected yet by this. Maybe in this next game they were a little bit. Um, But, He'll get a guy off balance, and then instead of just taking it directly to the rim, he'll kind of like take a step back and reset so the guy can just get back to being in kind of, okay, I'm okay, I'm not beat on any way mode. Um, he'll have an open look, and he'll do the pump fake thing, and then drive, and then turn it into one of those twisting fadeaways. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah, sure, they look great when they go in. I hate when he takes pretty much every single one of them. Yeah, it needs, just doesn't. The focus definitely needs to be on him getting to the rim more. Like, yeah, he's such a crafty. He's a crazy finisher. Yeah, he has. Such, he's like, learned a lot. He's grown a lot in that department. That's what's so frustrating, man. Is like last season we would watch Terrence finish some of these shots at the rim where it was like he's so long and he's so athletic that those twisting finishes at the rim you're fine with. Yeah, but the twisting finishes six feet away from the rim. Cut those out. It's so funny because I feel like he's taken the the confidence from shooting that he should have got from his performances from three last year and just applied it to the mid-range. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm confident in this one Exactly, now. and it's like, we don't need this, man. Um, also, it's like, you, you got to think about even this year, the future of this team, right? 
we have guys who operate in the mid-range. We don't need yeah. you to do that. 15. Like, if you want to have yeah. rotation minutes, that's not providing offensive value yeah. on the floor. And what's tough is the other side of the ball is like, and I don't mean this so in a, up and down. I don't mean this in a rude way. What is Terrence good at right now? Yeah. When he comes onto the floor, what is he upping for the Clippers? Switchability, I'll give you that. Some switchability, sometimes some rebounding. Sometimes some rebounding, but it's just, is he just more of a seven, eight, nine guy than a, than the first guy off the bench? Is that I mean, I think at? asking first off the bench for a player in what is essentially his second year. Uh, but they gave him the contract. There was a development leap that we saw. Like, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I get you. I get you. But it's frustrating. I don't want it to be this. We love Terrence Mann. Yeah, I, and I just think also he fits a little less well in the offense without. Sure, I mean, this is a wonky, some pretty notable exceptions from our lineup. Um, that is fair. So, yeah, it, it's something to monitor, but I, I'm with you. Like, it just gets really frustrating seeing those, like, just kind of pointless drives uh, when there was an open three. Uh, you know, sometimes he just, I feel like so many of the times he's just moving the ball laterally. It, it, like, you know what I mean? Like, in a way where, yeah. like, you're not advancing the possession. There's no advantage being taken advantage of or created. Yeah. Which is difficult. Um, Man, hope we have a better report next Monday. Yeah, yeah. It's there. We yeah, know he, he can do it. He can turn it around. And like, I mean, like, it's not like he deserves to be completely out of the rotation. Absolutely not. Um, or anything like that. It's just maybe the, you know, the leniency for some of his, you know, more poor tendencies. Reggie was getting yanked for some bad things. Yeah, like may, yeah. maybe that needs to be sort of like the case. Um, because I definitely do believe in letting players play through some things especially young players sure uh but there's a difference between like playing through things and learning and having bad habits <laughs> yeah not learning shit um all right move on to the luke canard progress report who we are so happy to have this oh uh God. this man back for the clippers huh too long too long um so since the 17th he's played in three games for the clippers and trajectory coming off what seemed like a pretty i mean not smooth health and safety protocols for Luke Kennard. It was longer than any other Clipper we've had, except yeah. for uh, maybe Batum. But he also had an ankle injury he was dealing with. Yeah, So, true. like, we don't know about that. Um, it's been the perfect kind of trajectory, right? Like, so he was very rusty versus the Nuggets. Yeah. Makes sense. He was one of six from the floor, but he was finding his spot. Yes. Which is key. Um, getting over for guys to find him. Looked more of himself versus Philly in the comeback. Four of nine, two of six from three, ten points. And then, I wish we would have won this next game just for this. Four of ten from three in the next game. Finished with 14-5, three and one steal. The Clippers can, I mean, it is so nice that his outside shooting is back. I think we shot 32% while he was out from yeah. three. Like, that's Space is needed. Like, it's a, I, it's got to be a relief for other players on the floor, too, because it takes, Very good call. it takes, like, an offensive pressure off of, off of other guys. Um, you know, it. And, like, you know, Batum talked about in that great game that he was, like, sort of playing off other people. Yeah. Kennard is another one of those guys that a defense has to pay attention of where they are on the floor at all times. And it just, you know, it it brings about more opportunities for other role players to, yeah. you know, to get into the mix offensively. Yes, and I'm excited for when we kind of get Luke all the way back up playing consistently well, Bled playing a little more consistently, and then Terrence. Because I think, you know, we just kind of, bagged on Terrence a bit because the play has been bad. But I think when those three guys are hitting the stride, 
You get kind of heart out there. We get that center rotation. We're going to see yeah. some great second Ooh, half. And, and the Terrence thing, too. Dude, like, I mean, it was only a couple weeks ago that, like, we were pretty happy with some of the things he was doing yeah. on the floor. He was, like, rebounding at a high rate. Um, you know, it it just happens. And, and like, you know, I, I think it's especially harder for for young guys to to have consistency because you just you can't learn that without experience. You know what yeah, I mean? It's not sure. something that like a trainer can tell you or something. You just have to, you, you have to play a lot and learn how to consistent. be effective consistently. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah. Tough go. All right. We, that about wraps it up. Tuesday's episode preview eclipse wizards. Cause the old Montrez Harrell, he will no doubt be hyped up to try and beat the clips. Of course, for sure. Um, Twitter Tuesday. So send those questions into at locked on clips, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, of course, Will, if someone were asking you, hey, I swear that you host the Clippers podcast, where the heck can I find it? Uh, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts or the podcast app on your mobile device. We're sure. also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. We're on Amazon Music. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Lockdown Clippers. It works. It's great. Look, we did mention it up top, but we come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. We'd love to have you listen. We absolutely would. Fun season still. Still a fun time. There's some. There's a lot of. I, I there's feel a lot like of the, good. Yeah. There's a lot of good. A lot of good. Uh, the core is getting these minutes that they need. I have been positive, Chuck Mockler, and I am William, the opinion updike. And as always, we appreciate you.